The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome to Just Another Why Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time. You're going to notice that there was no one laughing uh, at my ridiculous open to this podcast. And that's because Nikki is not doing the cold open today. Guess who is? It's the one and only Marty Bennett. Hey. Marty. How are you? Good to be back. Good to be back. It's been, it's been what, five minutes, six minutes since I've been here? Has it? No, it's it's been a little bit. I know we did one recently, but not too recent. So Yeah, it was, uh, you were here, I did, I, yeah, yeah, a couple, yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. We, did, we did, a, did one the quick in the morning. The emergency yeah, call. Relief pitcher. Yeah, relief pitcher came in. Well, welcome back to the show, sir. Yeah, I'm glad, glad I can find time in my crazy day right now, trying to do all this stuff going on with work and life and buying a house and everything else. We got we to gotta find the time to, to do these podcasts because, uh, you know, when you get two people with such great radio voices together, oh, it's just Lord. magic. So, magic. Uh, oh, we, something we, like that. We make podcast magic, sir. Oh, okay. If people say so. Well, I say so, and oh. I'm the most important one. I know I was getting I was getting crap from one of the listeners once through Facebook about, oh, the story didn't end the way I thought or something. I mean, who was that? What was um, her name? I don't remember. Somebody was like somebody had said something on Facebook. Is it Serena? Sounds right. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, and she was giving me cuz like she You don't want to get on her bad side either. Never. No. no, I, no. I told her I'd go back and edit the podcast for she wanted. She She's, said no. She's five feet of piss and vinegar. Oh she Lord! Do that. Like she's like five feet, five feet, like a hundred pounds. I think. Really? She will fucking destroy both of us at the same time. Hey! And not in a fun way. Oh. I mean, it could <laughs> it could be fun, but that probably, probably wouldn't be fun. Nah, I don't like pain. I'm good. So first things first, I yes. want to apologize to uh, my faithful Jog Pod listeners. Apparently, there were audio issues with the previous podcast. That's all my fault. Not Rod's. Um, it was. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what happened, uh, but uh, obviously the cold open sounded fine, and that was Nikki and I recording together here in the studio. Um, but something screwed up on the Skype. I tried to salvage it. When I listened to it back, it sounded okay, but uh, people that have listened to it on their phones and stuff like that have, have said it wasn't the best, so I do apologize for that. You know, I've done 70 of these, and they're fucking free, so get off my nuts. <laughs> and it's the first one that hasn't sounded good, so one in uh, 70. There was, there's some old ones back in the archives that didn't sound very good, but for, uh, for, for a good, I had a good run there. So It's all right. It's all right. I wait wait till like we have to, eight of us sitting here like you were like talking to, about. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't like to disappoint people, so I feel bad that there's some people that didn't get the audio experience that they were hoping for. So. Well, as you well, mentioned, you're used to not getting the experience here. Well, <laughs> hey, now. hey now, I just like to oh, talk smack. Oh. Thank you. Good night. Well, oh wait, no, we're just you starting. Just, you just recently got married, so you have that to look forward yes. to. Yes, yeah. Once you and quite frankly, I get plenty of good things out of my marriage. It's, well, I, I get. I, I obviously mean, think you do. I walked in and you said, "Hey, you just missed something great." <laughs> I assumed <laughs> I was missing like a good Hummer or something. Whoa. So. Find hey, out it was just a Zerbert. Family show, sir. Family the show. Hell it is. Family show. Family show. I've talked about nudist resort craziness. I know true. this is no family show. <laughs> Jesus. So as you mentioned. If it uh, was a family show, you wouldn't have me on. This, this is, is the true. first That's thing. True. You've seen my text to you that I don't post. <laughs> you know it's not a family show when I'm here. Um, as, as you mentioned, uh, you are in the process of uh, buying a house. You're yes. closing on the house. It's. Almost closing. We're gonna seven be, days. Seven days. It's, uh, 
It's a that's a big deal, man. It is. You've, you've had a lot of you've had a lot of change in the last year and even the last few months. Yeah, the last yeah, the last what five months now from no, end of November till now. So it'll almost be five months of engaged, married, house like it's going going crazy, but going good. So. Yeah. What uh, what's been the most frustrating part about buying a house? Um, because it's not a family show. Fucking paperwork. <laughs> I did not sign my life away as much when I joined the military as I have to sign for a house. Right. Like, oh my God. I've, so one of the things that I really have gotten frustrated about is when she gets paid, they want me to upload pay stubs that day. Wow. To prove she's still employed. I'm like, yo, slow down. Like, I can bring you 100 pay stubs on signing day to prove to you that we're, we're good. To, like, it's just ridiculous. And then today, today was the day of, hey, you finished all your stuff. Let's upload a whole new crap load of stuff for you to do. Now, I will say that that was because the loan's been approved and all this. Like, we're literally, like, waiting on paperwork at this point. The underwriting's done. They just want a couple little ticky-tack things. But it's just every time I complete my to-do list. And I'm, a, I'm one of those people I can't have notifications on my phone. Yeah. So I have to go do them right yep. then. And it's frustrating. But I really waited on the pay stubs a long time just to piss with them off because <laughs> I got tired of it. But, yeah, so I was late getting here to your house just because of that kind of stuff. So cat's taking a shit. I was like, what the hell is that noise? Like snapping. You're welcome. Thought Nikki was coming around with a belt or something. Like, hey. Well, she's mad that you're taking her spot on the cold hey, open. I will gladly share this mic. <laughs> she's uh she's out doing her art thing right now. So Oh, she's uh, doing art, really? Yeah, she's doing a so you know the uh Jesus. <laughs> now your cat's sneezing. Kill each other. Allergic to the litter. The uh the giant wall in our living room. Mm-hmm. Um that there's there's one painting on there right now. But she is currently in the process of recreating a painting that she really likes that we could never afford because even the print is like $50,000. So she is uh, efforting to make her own version of that painting and then she's going to put it up on the wall. Speaking of that, remind you to uh, either if you happen to come over the next whatever weeks before we move or after we move to remind me to show you the art we bought once. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty. Good lord! Like, as you can mm. as you can see, I have slightly different taste in decorating my walls than Nikki does. That's okay. I'm, yeah, this is your area, though. So it's this okay. is my area. The fact that it's at the very front of the house and it's one of the first things that people see is uh, I'm shocked that I got away with it. But uh, yeah. I'm also very lucky to have. Yeah, I mean it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of Superman. It's okay because that's but your love. That's I one know. of your loves. It is. it is one of the. Things. I mean, you were just at opening day of of Marvel, right? Today's the opening day. Yep. Yeah. We were so, at uh we saw Captain Marvel. We won't uh, get into spoilery stuff about that. I want to give people a chance to see that. Like me. So we yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh it definitely is uh a strong contender to be one of my favorite Marvel movies. I and can, I, I I feel like I say that every time a new Marvel movie comes out, I'm like, Oh, that might be my favorite. But uh Well the last one I saw you recommended was good, but I haven't seen the last couple, so what do I know? So hey. You got to go. You I will need to it. see. You need to see uh, Infinity War so that you can go watch Endgame. All right, I will do that. And just f- as as an update, this is the cold open, and we've only gone forty seven directions. So the next hour and a half is going to be great. Yeah, it's, it should be really <laughs> linear, really linear, really uh, going to flow. It's uh, it'll be totally fine. All right, but so to get back to the house thing, yes. so the paperwork is the biggest pain in the ass. Now, yes. now I we used now, to spend a lot. Talk of to time. me in two weeks. It'll be moving as the biggest pain yeah, in the ass. Exactly but, that. I'm very. But today is it's the paperwork. I highly recommend two guys in a truck. 
we actually I think that's who we're using. Yeah, I love those guys. I think that's who we're using. We uh, big fan of them. We had a couple of people come and give estimates, and I think that's who we're going with. Yeah, so we use them to load our house in Oklahoma and drive it here to Texas. That's how much we uh, we like those guys. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. But uh, at least you're only moving like what a mile. Three point two door to door. Three point two. That's yeah. yeah. It's not far. It's not Oklahoma to no. Houston, but um, we're gonna we have like a well. So the deal is, is we'll close on the house and then we'll have five weeks in a day to have the house ready for Easter. To which the last time we had Easter at our house, there was forty people there. Woo! So that's my stress is trying to get everything done in those right. that thirty six days. I guess so. We'll see how it goes. Well. Here's a here's a fun and I don't know you. how to take care of a pool, so I get to have a pool school on top of it all. Oh, nice! I highly recommend just hiring someone to take care of it. Uh, I found out what that costs, so I'll take the hour pool school and pay that guy to teach me what I need to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems I don't know. It comes the it comes with my house payment, so I don't know. Well, yeah, when you rent, it's different too. So I wish it came with my house payment. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. But so I used to watch a lot of like HGTV sort of like DIY shows, not because I wanted to learn how to do things, but they had this dude, Mike Holmes. Do you ever see Holmes on Holmes or anything like that? That's not the porn guy, right? No, uh-huh. not the porn guy. That's, <laughs> that's John Holmes. I know what it is. I just had to throw it out there. But uh, no, so I've seen one of some the, of those shows, but I've never seen him that I know of. So one of the things that that they talk about when uh, people buy homes is how to make sure they get a really good home inspection. So, uh, did uh, did you get a good home inspection? We walked through the home inspection with him, and it was, uh, I think it was almost two and a half hours. Yeah. And by the time he was done, I was literally asking, why am I buying this piece of shit house? <laughs> what, is, what is going on, right? And so, I just point blank said, I know you can't answer the question, but if you were looking at this house, would you buy it? He goes, oh, yeah, it's in great shape. And I'm like... What did we just been doing out? He goes, it's very detailed, but all the stuff that we're talking about is just minor piddly stuff. Like the drink, the stopper in the bathtub doesn't work. Well, your place is sealed. Right. But we went through like literally everything. The light wasn't working above the tub. Well, that's because it has a heat sensor and they have too high a wattage bulb in there. So it's killing itself off when you turn it on. So you, we just have to replace it with an LED. But we literally walked through the whole house and two and a half hours so yeah he's thorough trust me i was right, in the good. attic i was he good. was talking stuff over my head right, well that i like to, i like to hear that i don't but, want i don't want you to end up on one of these uh i bought this house and now my life is over no nah, the only two things that were kind of major there's an outlet box out by the pool that got cut and so we have to replace that outlet because the breaker pops obviously and it gotcha. sparks and everything and then um what was the other thing oh uh this is another thing I'm learning about house and taking care of a house apparently is that if you put dirt too close to the foundation mm-hmm. and we can't see four to six inches, it invites termites because you can't tell whether they're making the mounds or not or something. Oh, okay. So they're having to dig out a flower bed and do like a termite pre-treatment or something for it. But, gotcha. um, but nothing major like wrong with the house. Awesome. He said it and was in uh, really good shape considering the house is 20 years old. So, and, uh, didn't flood when, uh, no, 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 no. there was no flooding of that. Um, they say it actually looked like at one point the hot water heater may have leaked a little bit mm-hmm. because they pulled out some of the insulation, which I'll have to replace. But uh, but nothing like the whole house didn't flood. But definitely nothing in Harvey. So gotcha. All right. Um, well, that's good news. Yes, for sure. So so uh, we'll have to uh, split pool party time this summer. I will definitely do that. So although you know, I will. 
I won't I, do that. I, I, I like I prefer to just be able to stumble out to my pool and stumble back in versus having to go someone's house. I know I'm seeing you do that. You know, but um, <laughs> I mean, only only like twelve times. Only twelve, but yeah, I mean, we we have like I said, it's got. On each side of the pool, there's a giant pergola with a deck. Yeah. So on one side, we're going to put like seating just to sit around. And the other one, we're going to put an outside dining room table. Nice. It's got a bar built in outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a little pool house where we're going to put a TV and stuff in. And then like one of my first goals is to get music out there. Yeah. Um, I've got, I don't know if you know what Sonos is, but mm-hmm. we have a Sonos that we can hook into it. I just got to buy the speakers and get it ran, which is, I only have two goals to get done before Easter as far as major projects is get my TV mounted on the wall. And then get the music for the, for, cause I know what'll happen is I'll get all the music ready for Easter and everything ready for outside and then it'll rain, but yeah. I'm still going to do it. So you gotta be ready for Cause that. I'm hoping to have Easter pool parties and I'm hoping to do yeah, it. Yeah. We'll see. Well, sir, I appreciate you stopping by for the cold open. No problem. I wonder who my guest is going to be this week. I have no idea, hmm. but uh, I'm going to guess that it's a beautiful bald man that's sitting right across from me. Sounds like a case for the murderinos. <laughs> the, and, uh, for the one and only time in, in history, I'm going to ask you, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go Let's jogging. do it. already oh we're just we're just not we haven't even gotten started that was the best jog ever Whew, out of breath you know, I, i'll tell you what let's uh in honor an ode to our to our dearly departed friend ralphie uh if i'm running there's a good thing something's chasing me there's a good yeah, there's right? a good chance something's chasing me so oh, or my family's at the buffet and i gotta beat them to it that's the only two times i run let me tell you they're like hey everybody ready to eat uh, well pfft. You know, that's the only time I really like try to jump in line or anything is at a wedding when there's yeah. food because I'm always afraid I'm going to miss out on something good. Really? Yeah, that's the only time. I don't think I've ever worried about wedding food being good. Ooh. I went to a... I don't get invited to many weddings. It was either a Colombian or Brazilian wedding. And I was shocked ooh, I got invited the, to my own wedding. The, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a great story for you. Speaking of uh, the wedding receptions. So, Nikki and I get married. We have our wedding reception uh, at a bar. Uh, it's in uh, so it's this place uh, in St. Paul, uh, Minnesota called O'Gara's. And it's a bar. They also have live music there. So they have a stage and like that sort of stuff. And we went and we did a tour of like the different setups. Because we looked at a bunch of different uh, places to have our reception. And some of it was just so expensive. And when Nikki and I were engaged, like... We were poor. We were broke as fuck. And Nikki's parents were, were paying for the wedding. And so we had, I think we had like five grand. And so we found O'Gara's. And it's in like where they have their concerts and stuff. Like their their uh, music performances. So they have the stage. And uh, we're looking at everything. And they're, they're like, oh yeah, you can put the tables here. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, can I have, can I have the table up on the stage? <laughs> It's like I wanted to be up above everybody because I just thought that would be awesome. So we did that. Well, when we got to the venue, uh, we were, you know how like you, uh, like they introduce the bride and groom when they arrive and right. all that sort of yep. stuff? Yeah, I've DJed many so, weddings. I do know right. that part. 
So I had them play the uh, goal song for the Minnesota, the Minnesota Wild goal song. So when they scored, the song plays. Oh, right? yeah. We've talked about it because they are doing away with it or something this year, right? Oh, they, no. They had changed it. To, no, right. uh, to Let's Go Crazy by Prince after Prince died. That's right. And then they changed it back to the real, the, the good goal. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah I knew chapter. there was a change. I knew yeah. that. Um, but so, and they were doing introductions. There was only me and my best man and Nikki and her maid of honor. So there's four people. So they're doing, they're introducing us like a basketball game. Like uh, from the Iron Range of Minnesota, yeah. welcome the bride, Nikki Joe, and like yeah. and all that. So, and then I was the last one to come in. So I come in and run, everyone's like clapping or whatever. So to get up on the stage, you could take the steps that are in the front or you could go through like the little green room area and go up the back. Well, the steps to get up on the stage were pitched pretty high and I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable because there's like no handrail or anything. So I go to go through and I'm kind of like, I'm fat man jogging where I'm like, <laughs> it looks like I'm hustling, but I'm not, you not know, really. really. But so... Just inside the green room and around the corner, there's one of those like uh, floor mats, like to wipe your feet. Mm-hmm. My toe catches oh, on the floor Jesus. mat. I did a header into po- a pile of bar stools, like the metal <laughs> ones. <laughs> and, like, just a big crash. And like, this is why you stay seated the- everywhere we go drinking, right? <laughs> exactly. Except to the bathroom and back. That's the only place you move to. <laughs> Shit, even that one time when we went to Vegas Club and I fucking all, I stumbled through and like uh, yeah. had some had some bad experiences even trying to get to the bathroom and back. Um, well, you didn't even get in the – we weren't even seated in that place. Yet. Well, that You tried to sit movie. down immediately and immediately in it on the ground. I'm just looking around like hey, – That was the best thing that happened to us that night. That night, yeah. Because that turned into, hey, let's uh, give them a good place to sit. Yeah. Anyway, so I do, the he- I do a header into the fucking bar stools, right? And the music is still playing, and it's kind of loud in there. So no one knew that this, because you couldn't see me. And so I, <laughs> I get up, and like I walk up the stairs back, in the, uh, back onto the stage and come out. And Nikki was like, where the fuck were you? Because like it should have <laughs> taken about seven seconds. And it took you and like it was 45. Like, it was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what happened? I was like, I just fell into the bar stools that are back there. I tripped. She's like, are you serious? Like, I'm li- like... It would have been completely apropos for me to have gotten some sort of head wound or something right. like that for my wedding, but yeah. Now the the funniest thing I ever, well, when I it, it, the time and I've by been, the way, just real quick, was not drunk. Why? Because I we hadn't gotten that far yet. Also, Why I didn't, people drink before the wedding. I mean, we'd had a, we had a couple in the bar. Oh, but yeah, no, they well. I don't. So I don't know if you do. You know, even really know much about the story of when we got married? No. So Nikki and I got married outside uh, on a Friday in, in Oregon. In, no, in St. Paul, St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. All day long, it's nice. Then we're we're getting our pictures taken, right? Because we're uh, we got married at the St. Paul Conservatory, or is that no no Como Park? The Como Park Conservatory. It's really nice. We didn't get married inside Como Park, like. Uh, like Dana and his wife, we don't roll on that level. We got married outside. This is Minneapolis, right? St. Paul. St. Paul. Same thing. Nope, not the same thing. Two it's different the same cities, cities next no, to each not. other. No, it's not. They're two cities next to exactly. They are two cities next to each other. They're it's, literally separated by a river. But when people talk about it, they say Minneapolis, St. Paul, like they Dallas, usually, Fort Worth. They usually like, say the Twin Cities. Yeah, if they're talking about both. Yeah, I have a I have but, a friend that lives there. She teaches college. But go ahead. We say St. Paul. 
when you live in St. Paul, you say when you live in St. Paul, this you have a little of, fucking. Okay. You have a. It's like uh, it's probably like people from Fort Worth when people say, "Oh, you're from Dallas." No, I'm from Fort Worth. It's no. a different thing. So they're not really the Dallas Cowboys. They're the Arlington Cowboys. Is that what you're getting at? No, that's a different. Okay, thing different thing. shit. Okay. Um, because then, where was I going with that story? I don't know. Yeah, so we're, we weren't we're not ro- we weren't rolling like Heather and Dana. We didn't get married inside. We're we're poor for that. So, but not outside uh, along this um, pond, they had like this little Acropolis thing, which was a beautiful place. You could get about forty people in there. Dustin and his big words. <laughs> I am right now googling <laughs> Acropolis because I the closest I've come to that is Superman with Metropolis and I am very confused at the moment and, go ahead sorry and Andrew my cousin listening right now was not the Acropolis in Portland as a strip club by the way just and so it, we know and not where you no my god anyway no that's Apocalypse sorry Acropo uh, you're really looking Acropolis alright yeah I am looking at it up. you're like confusing me I'm a simple man an ancient citadel at Athens containing the Pantheon a citadel or fortified part of the ancient city oh. yeah it was like a little like it's like, I don't know anyway damn your big words okay so we're out there I'm from 57 people town can you make it simple for the country boy bro, bro please I'm, I'm can you a- make it simple for me <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> bro I'm from a town of 425 people so like I hear you anyway so it's beautiful. We're getting our pictures taken outside. It's like oh, and but we can. We're looking to the west, and you can see the clouds coming. Oh Jesus! Like the storm is building, and we're just like holy shit. So the wind starts to kick up. You know how when a storm front starts oh, yeah. to move in, that wind starts to really kick up. Dust Nikki's, all in your eyes. Nikki's veil is flying all over. Well, thankfully, a metaphor, so to speak. <laughs> my best man. <laughs> it was flying a lot later. Hey. We uh, I won't tell that story. Anyway, <laughs> tied her up with Speaking. the garter. Go ahead. <laughs> I met Stormy Daniels the night before this, by the way. Oh, I did tell you that story. Yeah, that's uh, we were talking about her because she's coming to Houston. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Here we are, so we the see- Marty podcast, where we get completely derailed off a of story <laughs> stream, all the time. Just Sorry. Stream of consciousness. Sorry. Go ahead. So we see the storm rolling in. The wind starts blowing, and it starts to rain. Thankfully. My best man, in his infinite wisdom, decided to rent a minivan to chauffeur us around in. So we had a place where we could go dive into out of the rain that had room. I bet it did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're in there, and it's pouring down rain. Just deluge. And we're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? But it was like an hour and ten minutes before the wedding was supposed to start. Poor, 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 poor. But then it blows through and it stops. About 10 minutes before we're supposed to uh, get married. The problem is it stops raining. All the clouds go away and the sun comes back out. It's now 90 degrees and 100% humidity. So it's just like steamy. So like Texas summer. Exactly. Yes. Had I, Minnesota. Had, I know, had I known that at the time, that that's what I was going to be getting into for like four months out of the year when I moved down here, I probably never would have done that. Oh, no, the fun this we would have missed out know, on. You know what's interesting? Speaking of going off on another tangent, this week is uh, three years that I announced I was moving to Houston. Is it really? I put out like a fucking press release on Facebook. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember when you got here, we were immediately eating a star pizza, and now there's one in our backyard. That's right. Um, so... The clouds go out and uh, and everything uh, parted and the wedding went off without a hitch. But oh man, was it toasty! Toasty. It was so hot, and I was wearing uh, a red shirt 
and black pants. So I was just like, so hot. So my last marriage, uh, to to give you your last marriage, yeah, my last marriage. Um, to give you perspective, we got married eleven days after September eleventh. Oh, and it was a double wedding. So I was marrying her, and her mom was marrying her about to be stepdad, right? Who lived in North Carolina, and they had to fly here. Ten days after September 11th, that was a good time. They flew everywhere. They like here to Chicago to like they ended up in Phoenix twice trying to get a flight to Houston. Cool. They kept saying, "Well, we we'll get you here. We'll go there, and if you go there, you can catch." So why didn't they and just they get would, in a car and drive? Because you couldn't rent a car. Like it was just that crazy. Oh wow! So yeah, I guess because so, so many people had gotten stranded and rented cars. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder like if you did like an analytical study on. Like where a bunch of rental cars ended up those days, like the like the week after. The week after, like was there? Do you th- do you think there was like a place that all of a sudden had like three x their normal inventory of rental cars because so many people drove one way to well, somewhere? I think I think the not that there's anything fortunate about what happened that day, but the fortunate thing of that was that it wasn't the summer yeah. where people were traveling. It wasn't a holiday weekend. Yeah, because otherwise it might have even been more mayhem trying to get stuff done oh, for a for lot sure. of people. Like the weekend before that, my my wife, my last wife, her best friend got married. Yeah, the weekend before that, so that was on a Tuesday on eleventh, so twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteenth. She got married, and her brother was a marine trying to fly from New York City. Jesus, five days after September eleventh. So. It was four days after September 11th, so it was just—I mean, it was crazy. But they got there, and we had our—we had the wedding and stuff. But just like they ended up in Phoenix twice, they flew to Chicago, to Denver, to Phoenix, back to Chicago, to Phoenix. To, like they kept saying, "If you get here, we, you can get the next connecting flight." Well, then they get there, and that flight was canceled. And just like like a comedy. It's like watching the what were the the old cops? What were they called? The stupid cops? The what's the phrase? Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Uh, I got off on a tangent that I can't get out of now because I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> Sorry. I like how we went from talking about like the happiest day of my life to fucking 9-11. I know, but but okay, so I okay, so when I got that married is, that is our friendship in a nutshell. All right, so let me let me all right, so let me finish that. So I got married, I'll make it funny. So when we got married, uh, my my wife was um, I guess she was about a size eight or ten or something. Okay. I mean she wasn't like super big, but she wasn't super real thin. So when I went to pull the garter, I had my sister go buy a pair of thong panties, which she would never wear. Okay, but I had them in like double zero. Wait, your sister wouldn't wear them, or your wife? No, my wife. Okay. So my sister like, went and bought you, them. Why do you know your sister wouldn't? Because I wasn't going to walk into a Victoria's Secret <laughs> and buy underwear for starters. That's creepy as hell. So I had her go buy them, and they're like I, size. I feel, I feel like for you that would not even be in like the now, top 20 now, things that you would Now do. it would not be, no. But I was a little more conservative back then. <laughs> um, but she bought like a pair of double zero thong. Right. So like I said, she's like a size 10. And so when I reach up the garter out of my sleeve, I pull this thong and I pull it and hold it up to everybody. <laughs> I got in so much trouble, man. Like, oh, that, everybody else loved it, but I got in so much trouble. But it was worth the laughs. I mean, I'm always good for a laugh. Oh my god! Uh, what was Sh- awkward I'm is so when, shocked that that marriage didn't last. What was awkward is when she did it to me. She pulled one out of my pants too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yours were crotchless. Yes. Hey now. Hey, you know what that they say about assless chaps? What's that? There's no such thing. All chaps are assless. <laughs> 
Just for the record, folks, all chaps are assless. Oh, Lord. How did we end up here? A mm, couple of good vodkas. And, <laughs> although I don't know when we're releasing this, but whatever day it's, it is for you. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, 9-11. Did we talk about 9-11 before on this podcast? Not, I not like you it, and I. But I've, I've told 9-11 stories. Although I hear... A little birdie has told me yes. that there is somebody that wants me to talk conspiracy theories. There are several people that want uh, a whole large conspiracy theory conversation. I don't you believe have, in that one. You don't believe in that one? I don't one? believe in that one. Um, I, I think that's a little crazy to think that's what happened. Yeah. Only because there's footage of planes flying into it. Like, if it was yeah. set to implode and stuff, like, that would be a little different. If it just, if a building magically imploded, well, but not what happened. No. But I've got some conspiracy theories they, now. No, but, but they that. used they the the theory is that they used the planes as the so then they could say that the buildings came down on their own. But they Look, had already I'm a, planned to. I'm a huge believer in that he went to go finish his daddy's war. Yeah, whatever it took to start it. I don't think that was the case, but no. nonetheless, he was going to go finish what his daddy started. Yeah, and then uh, and eventually they got Bin Laden. He didn't, but somebody did. So that's all that matters. So. Your favorite go president. Navy. Your favorite president got. I him. don't have a favorite president. They're all crooked as hell. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, what, what we, okay, so I want to oh. talk. So I want to talk to you about this. So I texted you about uh, the Michael Jackson documentary, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Oh, those guys just want money." I'm not. So, no, no. I'm, first, I'm not saying they want money. I just have a hard time believing the story of anybody that testifies on Michael's no, behalf. I understand. And then comes back. Now, if you can find a money trail where they were paid off to testify, I'm all so going to switch my so, so here's the thing. This documentary was full. Wait, let me full disclosure. Sure. I have not watched it. Right. That's what I'm going to say. I've only seen the news, so I do need to watch it. So please do not give me hell about not watching it yet. Go so, ahead. No, I'm not going to give you hell about that because I had some I mean, of everybody those, else. <laughs> yeah. I had kind of those similar feelings about how... so. It's a two. It's a four-hour documentary. So they showed it over two nights. When I when I was texting you about that, I was watching the first night, okay. the first two hours, and I was kind of waiting for some explanation as to the first two hours. It's a tough watch. Like it's like graphic. Ooh. Like these kids recount like like their story. But so it gets into the second part. Because a lot of times documentaries are going to show you both sides of the story. And, of course, the no one from Michael Jackson's side has any interest in acknowledging anything right. about this doc, especially to go into the document and actually be part of it. But the producers of this movie were so confident in what they had that they said they would have released this movie if Michael Jackson was still alive. Because... It becomes a different thing when when you release something like this when someone has died, right? Because the liability stuff is a little bit different. But these two guys, so to to your point, they talked about the fact that they were convinced to testify in his favor, in his defense, to stand up for him, and they talked about the reasons why. So one of one of the one of the guys that was uh, abused started being abused when he was seven years old. Same. So that's his first experience with any sort of anything sexual. He didn't, and it wasn't. And the thing that uh, allegedly, I, and I'm not going to say allegedly, I believe that it happened. The thing that he that Michael Jackson did was. He didn't the first night like rape a kid. 
That's not how it started. He would slowly introduce things to them, like just hanging out, having a sleepover. Well, like, having a, like yeah, it's the same. It's the same concept that a lot of them like. There's a, a Netflix abducted in plain sight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't. It's the same concept that he was a family friend that, you know, started slowly and all of a sudden he's like kidnapped this girl. Right. Like, yeah, so I get it. But so it builds up to this. Well, he, he, he talks about now, like this is all, you know, 15, 20 years ago when this sort of stuff was happening and they've now like gone into like and done therapy and stuff like that. So as they're looking back, what they're realizing is he was like, yeah, I didn't know any different. I was in love with him. Because that's what I thought love was. And I thought he loved me. And he had, you know, helped him get a career. So one of the kids that was um, molested, his name is Wade Robson. I actually know who Wade Robson is because he was the choreographer for NSYNC on their No Strings Attached tour. It's gonna so, be me. So the Bye 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 video yeah. and stuff like that, that was all his choreography. He choreographed, he did all that. He was like 19 years old. Wow. But so he got a ton, like he got his in into the industry because of Michael. Of Michael. Right. And so all this time, like, and what was interesting, it seems like every year Michael would like replace the, uh, with a new boy and like, and it would do all these, like it was, it's some fucked up stuff. But the first two hours I was like, man, like they're going into all this stuff, but like, how do we know that they're not just whatever? And I don't understand because the movie is about a lot more than just accusing Michael Jackson of being a child molester. It's, it's trying to shed light on how child abuse works right? in terms of what happens to people that are abused and how they go from not realizing things are wrong and all this sort of stuff. Cause I mean, this Wade Robson was abused from the time he was seven years old until he was 14. And then, just was kind of pushed aside and like Michael Jackson just stopped kind of being involved in his life. But so do they, they like in the second episode, do they explain? Kind yeah, of? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It gets into, so that's what, so the, the first two hours is like kind of, um, d- detailing all of the stuff that happened like up through the abuse. And then the second half is what happens after like uh, how he treats them later in life, how every time, uh, because there was uh, there was accusations in 1993 against Michael, and uh, do you remember he went on like M- he went on like MTV and did like a live yeah a live like, statement and all that stuff yeah he was talking yeah, about yeah. how they took pictures of his penis and all this sort of stuff yes, and so in that uh, in in that one they showed footage of Wade Robson saying, oh, I've been, I've been hanging out with Michael since I was seven years old. He's never done anything like that. He would never hurt a fly. He would never. Well, all that time, he had been coached into, no, this is what, obviously they're out to get us, blah, blah, blah. Well, and Michael had also told them, told him when he was a little kid. And people, I think some of the things that people think of, like they use their adult brain when they're like, how, how, would, a, how would someone get away with this? Well, if you tell a seven-year-old that their that their idol is a bad person, they're not going to believe you, especially someone that has shown them all this quote-unquote love. 
But also, if you think that that if something you would say would get them in trouble, you're you're, you're not gonna do it. Yeah, and and it's and so what he would tell them is like. If you tell anyone what happened between us, no one is going to understand us, and we're both going to jail for the rest of our lives. Right, and it's so the basis total, of most of those things. Yeah, like for where, sure. like even like we were talking about off this that there's a, a Netflix thing called You. Yeah, where it's the same concept. Like you're clouded because of who you're trying to protect and who you're with. Yeah, you don't see the whole picture, and I mean that's you know common common concept in almost all these kind of things. Yeah. Whether it's that where they're murdering people or what have you, so yeah. not that I'm going to give any spoilers in, in away on any show because I don't want anybody to do that to me. So, but I I did understand one of the things that you said in our text message about the about the suing him. I would have had they not because they did file lawsuits against them and they were dismissed, but they were not dismissed without cause. They were dismissed because they were filed after the statute of limitations, and because there are. And some people may not know this. Some crimes you can only get in trouble for for a certain amount of time. Like if like if you murder someone, there's no statute of limitation on murder. You can get arrested for a murder right. 50 yeah. years from right. now. But if you molest someone, depending on the severity the and, and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Like it may only be like seven, seven years, years or ten, ten years. Yeah. Depending on where you live, yeah. So that is why that lawsuit was thrown out. Not because they didn't have cause. But the judge ruled that they had waited too long to file the lawsuit. Gotcha. So in the grand scheme of all of this, whether it's R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, Mm -hmm. do you feel like that media companies are taking advantage of all these people just to make a buck, to tell a story that we all kind of know? Well, I mean, in R. Kelly, like most people probably didn't know is it's as big as it is or as many people involved because i mean we all know about the video like when i grew up i knew that was controversial right um we all know about michael Jack- but i just feel like all these people are just making a buck off these people to make a documentary to have people watch to sell sponsorship I'm like yeah like, well you know like if if you want to take them to court or you want to out them that's one thing but it's like all this stuff on the news yeah so and so did this 25 years ago so and so did this whatever like at this point you're really ruining a reputation yeah. to benefit a media sponsorship and nobody else. Like, but I mean, on some of that stuff, I would say yes. On the Michael Jackson documentary, I don't necessarily know that that's the case because they made this movie and then HBO purchased the distribution rights. They didn't make this movie to go and, and like put it on network news and stuff like that. I think... And yet... It is every night. <laughs> well, no, exactly because it, because it. But here's the thing: it's a big story because there are people that will defend Michael Jackson to the end of the earth. That will say there's no way that this ever happened. That's going to be in every situation with for every sure. celebrity. I mean, there's people saying that about R. Kelly, right? And whether it's true or not, whether it's whether he has or hasn't done it, what. Like, y'all go take that to court. Like, it's on my TV. And this is what I hate the most. This stuff is considered, and I use air quotes because you can't say it, news. Right. It is not news to me. Kardashians are not news. This stuff is not news. And more importantly, for a dude that is no longer with us, and you're just out to smear a name, what are you going to get out of it? But I think think it is, I think the story is news for, like, but it's not. I don't think it should be an ongoing news story. It's like, hey, this movie came out. Here's what. Here's what this is said. Right. And this is what has happened. And blah blah blah. 
So I think there is some news value in that. But to your some, point of yes. yeah, to your but to your point of the Kardashians, all that stuff, like all this like breaking news, something happened to the Kardashians. I don't give a shit. Yeah, That's not news. That's not news. The problem is we live in a world of twenty four hour news cycles. So these news channels infotainment channels that's what they have are. to fill these hours these hours yeah i know i just i hate it i so do i like it's, it's why I, I stay away from it and it's like you know you th- you talk about so in the news realm uh, as i use air quotes again kylie jenner has become the youngest billionaire in the so no the quote is she's the youngest self-made, self-made billionaire. billionaire fuck that okay so first off this is from a family who started off becoming famous because of a sex tape. No, no, no. They were famous before that. The, well, the dad was the, the Kardashian. Yeah, her dad, dad was famous was. because she was OJ's. But lawyer. none of these, none of these are on TV. Right, but no one would have cared that Kylie that uh, that. Um, no one would have cared if Kim had never made a sex tape. No, let's let's no, back the, up because no, that's saying, the first time no I ever one, heard. No of one them. would have cared about Kim Kardashian's being on a sex tape if someone didn't know if her father didn't have a name. Well, yes. Because so, at first it was Ray J made a sex tape. Yeah, right. And then Kim Kardashian became famous. But they're famous for that. Right. Do you ever feel like, and this is where I'm getting to why I bring this up. Do you ever feel like Kris Jenner is just pimping her daughters out? Because sure. she's their talent agent. Yeah. Is it just not 100%. the craziest thing? And they celebrate this. and they, Yeah. I just don't understand that world. Like, no, it's fucked up. Because if anybody else did what she did with her kids and they weren't Kardashians... And making it on TV, people would be in jail mm-hmm. over some of the stuff she's done. I just don't get it. Like, no, it's they are, they are next. It's a mom pimping out her daughter, basically, yeah. and, and daughters at this point. But I will say this: at a three percent talent agent, right? What are they? What is she making off her daughters? Like a lot. Yeah, like I've thought about that too. It's a lot of money. That, there's a conspiracy for you. How much money those? Uh... How went much to money a, is coming in? Went to a Rockets playoff game, and uh, she was there with uh, Travis Scott. Uh, okay. And they rolled out in a matte black Lambo with paper tags, and their security rolled behind them in a matte black G-Wagon, um, to which I've actually seen that G-Wagon later on the freeway. Travis Scott was driving it, and his license plate says C-A-C-J-A-C-K, which is Cactus Jackets, his shoe line. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, but yeah, so they're rolling out in half a million dollars worth of cars. How did Mick Foley not trademark Cactus Jack to wear that know, motherfucker? Right? You would make money off you of would, it. Well, maybe he did. Maybe, we don't maybe know. he got a little piece of maybe it. Maybe he's got a piece of it. But That would be amazing. <laughs> Mick Foley making that Travis Scott money. <laughs> <laughs> There's two guys in partnership. <laughs> but, I mean, There's a if, podcast where you have oddest if you, pairs of yeah, exactly. business relationships ever. Switching topics. Sorry. Um... Well, actually, let me let me go back to the Michael thing real quick. I I do I do think that you should watch. Excuse it. me. Okay. I will. And I got a free day tomorrow, so I will. It's I I will tell you though the first two hours are rough, Oof. and the parents are just as much at fault. And I see, think. I just watched this abducted in plain sight docu the Netflix yeah. thing, and that was hard to watch too. Like you know, shoot, I think that girl was like twelve or thirteen years old yeah. and talking about all the stuff that had happened to her. Ugh. See, shit like this is why I watch so much cooking channels, mm-hmm. like so many cooking shows. I'm like, can I just have some fucking like I just want to watch something run off that really think that much. Like I will. Here's, I'm gonna make an admission in public that I've never made before. 
One of my is favorite this supposed things- to be a guilty pleasure admission? Yeah. I All right. I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I just believe you like what you like. All right. I'll give you mine when you're done. One of my favorite things to watch right now is on, is on uh, Food Network. It's called Kids Baking Championship. Oh, we love MasterChef Junior at our house. That's some fun. He, these kids have so much joy. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're always encouraging each other. And just like, some, some of it is very, very cheesy. And I will give you that. But it's 40 minutes of just like, people aren't yelling and fighting with each other. Like, every episode, they're like, maybe there'll be like a little down moment, but it's always like, Okay, this didn't work the way I want, but I'm gonna figure it out. Like I'm like positive. Like they're right. all like being happy and that's like a, that's how it is. Have you ever watched MasterChef Junior with Gordon Ramsay? No, I haven't. It's the same thing, and it, it's actually one of the things I've said is like they've coached those kids to only be positive because right. they're competing for something, and sure. we know that. But they are so positive on the show that it's almost like you can tell it's coached, yeah. and you can tell there's that little bit of because I'm always entranced with behind the scenes how things really yep. work. So I can see that just through the TV that they are way too positive for competition because there's going to be one kid in every competition like, F you mother, you know, <laughs> like there's just got to be, but they're way positive. Right. So I do. I get joy in watching that it's not, you know, the bickering and stuff. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, we watch stuff like that too. And then like the the one thing is though, like you they build it up this whole way, but then at the end of every episode, some one kid gets kicked off the show, right? Right. So they build up as all this happiness. And then to watch like an 11-year-old's heart just smash on the floor when they get kicked off their show, just like, so there's, a, there's a little part of so me So who are the smiles. judges on this show? It's um, Duff Goldman, okay, the cake guy, right, and Valerie Bertinelli. Okay, so do they cry when the kids get kicked off? Because there is nothing funnier than I, watching cursing Gordon Ramsay try not to shed tears when these little kids get sent home. Like, it's uh, fun to me. I haven't seen them cry yet. So I'm new. I guess this show is like four seasons old. Yeah. And I only know about it. I mean, I've seen a, like a promo for it before. But when I was home uh, in my mom's for Christmas, she was watching it. She had it recorded on her DVR. I watched a couple episodes and I'm just like, holy fuck. Am I? And then when we got back, like the new season started in January. And I started watching the show, and I was just like, I'm fucking like, now I'm hooked. Yeah, I love, I love watching. There's, it's Ramsey, and there's another guy, a Hispanic guy. I can't think of his name. He's a real famous chef. But um, is it? um, uh, I'll look it up while you're. uh, Aron Sanchez. Yes, Aron Sanchez. And to watch them try not to cry. Oh, I know the famous fucking TV show. Yes, I I usually do too. But I look, and you can vouch. I didn't look. I didn't touch anything. No, you didn't touch anything. You were good, and I I was trying to look it up because I was mind blanking because I'm trying to think of it. But um, but yeah, Ron said, and to watch them try not to cry yeah. is like the it almost makes the best part of the show because you see them like <laughs> like that little just lip quiver all, just a little bit like they're trying to because uh, I mean I'm sure with all the taping that goes on and the stuff For that's sure. edited they get a little attached but you could tell they get they get upset but all right so guilty Do you have you have you have a guilty pleasure you want to talk about I don't want to talk about oh, it but gonna, I will you're gonna bring it in anyway I watch shows like that like I said my right. show um. My guilty pleasure, Lord help me, is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yes. And you talk about some little bitter bitches. <laughs> so the new season, uh, they have like an all-stars and a regular, like on a lot of these Wait, shows. Wait, are we going to go to a drag show? Yes. Yeah, I want to so bad because I watch these, watch these girls do this shit. So, we should have a jog pod meetup at a drag show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do it. All right. All right I'm in. Um, so... In fact, the f- Rod, now that you're listening to Rod this. Rod Stark. 
you're gonna come down. We're gonna do our we're gonna do our conspiracy podcast, and then we're gonna go to a fucking drag show. All of us, not in drag. Fuck that. No, we're gonna watch people in drag. We're gonna get bombed, and just yeah. Okay. Anyway, but so can we can we have a all right, Rod? If you're listening, we're gonna have a bet. First one to flirt with a drag queen has to buy everybody else dinner. That's how it's gonna go. <laughs> who who do you think is more likely to blow a dude? Rod, Rod, a dude in drag. Who's who's more likely to blow a dude in drag, Rod or Ken? Rod or Ken? Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, I don't know Rod well enough to answer this question. I mean, like, just I know what I know through the, the podcast. Depends on. Which, we'll go with Rod. Depends on which substances have been uh, enjoyed that evening. Yeah, I was gonna say how much alcohol are we talking? <laughs> Anyway, so your guilty anyway, pleasure is RuPaul. RuPaul's Drag Race. And so they have an all-star season and a regular Drag Race stuff. And so the brand new season of regular Drag Race has started. And they are like, so RuPaul on like the second episode, they have two groups of these things, right? And right. so this one drag queen is talking shit about another one in the other group. And RuPaul goes and tells them. And I'm like, oh, you get some catty bitches fucking get the claws out real fast. <laughs> And it's so fun because they are over-the-top personalities, all of them. Right. And they're all like you and I, type A personalities. But you put them in a competitive nature where they're getting four hours of sleep like those shows are. Good Lord. Like, it is just fun because they will go after each other for right. real. Like they, and, and it's like RuPaul comes in for like 20 minutes of the whole show, like to judge at the end and then five minutes at the beginning. And we'll just prod like a motherfucker. Like, God, it's so fun to watch. That's my guilty pleasure. I will watch some drag queen. To the point, I want to go to a drag show. Like, just. And now they have a drag show that is touring that's a roast. What? Yes. Uh, it, I don't know if it came to Houston yet or if it's coming to Houston, but uh, they have a drag roast going on. Drag show yep. roast. And it's all the all-stars that were in last season, uh, this past season that just went as well Haters as Haters roast the shady. Is that what that's it? No. Drag fans. Uh, yeah, the Shady Roast. The Shady Roast. That's it. Okay. Because they're a bunch of shady bitches that do some <laughs> shit. They put on their makeup and they get their little wings going and they're just going to, girl, stop it. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. But yeah, so yeah, they have the Shady Roast. I want to go see that so bad. You watch a drag queens uh, roast each other? March 27th. There you go. House of Blues. March 27th. There you go. I fucking hate the House of Blues. Yeah, but they have uh, a this will be venue. seating. They have good seating. It's still a shitty venue. It's not like, well, House of Blues is shitty because it's never seated yeah. stuff. This, this will actually be seated stuff. Um, but yeah, so I knew they were coming soon. I was pretty sure. But yeah, so it's a fucking drag queen roast on top of it all and it's not even that expensive to get in it's like 30 bucks 40 bucks maybe yeah but oh they no standing it's they're standing seats no they've got some seats well, somewhere. summer seats yeah i was gonna say there's one non-vip seat it's 57 dollars yeah there's two vip much. seats they're 57 dollars i'd go that's not <laughs> bad you sit up in the balcony for 41 dollars it's a wednesday it's a Wednesday. Yeah. A Wednesday and drag queens. Shit. That's a good li- That's a good. Can we living. live podcast from a drag <laughs> roast. Just hey, I could bring my recorder with us. So that story reminds me of, uh, have you seen Ralphie on this is not happening where he tells the gay, I know you've heard the gay wedding story, right? Yes. Um, uh, gay, gay Tony and his, gay yes, Tony. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. So if none of you, have, if, no, if, if you haven't seen this, go on YouTube and search, uh, Ralphie may, Gay, gay wedding. wedding. This is not happening, and it's thirteen minutes, and it is fucking hilarious. 
but uh I, uh, many of the little things that you talk about remind me of of that and God. so much of our relationship go, can like be directly related to something we've heard Ralphie talk and about. I have no problem with that. No, not because, at all. You know, if you if you ever decide to renew your vows, I'm going to buy you a cock ring. That's just how it's going to be. <laughs> watch Nikki put it on as she says her vows. Do they make them that small? Uh, I don't know. If not, I'll buy you a groove ring. It's rubber. <laughs> get your initials in it. Just get me a cinch tie. <laughs> I'll just get a twist tie for yeah, the garbage can. Might water as well. You just, uh, yeah, one of those, one of those small. plastic, one of those plastic ones with the rivets where you just pull it through. <laughs> get a zip tie, uh, zip tie for a cock ring. I've seen worse. So wow, I once saw a guy at the nudist resort who had his like the Prince Albert thing, mm-hmm. but he had a chain from the head of his dick to the base of his balls. I don't know. He, like yeah, like like it was a chain for his wallet, like you know, like the dudes used to have. Was he, was he afraid he was going to lose his dick somewhere along? I don't the know. Way? Like maybe going to get stolen. I don't know. That dude had more piercings on his shit than anybody <laughs> I've ever seen. Like there was a whole damn Zales jewelry store on his <laughs> cock. Like it was crazy. I okay. kid you not. I've let's, seen some uh, shit in my day. So that's a good one. But let's uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Let's uh, let's uh, let's do a uh, let's do a segment let's, called. Let's uh, turn left. <laughs> let's uh, let's do a segment called Tales from the Nudist Resort. Tell me a good nudist resort story that you haven't told um, me. A good nudist resort story I haven't told you, um, or one that you've okay. told me that you haven't I'll, told. No, no, on the I'll podcast. tell you one. So I, I had. Um, so do you know the game Words with Friends? Yeah, of course. Okay, so if for those of you who don't know, it's like Scrabble. It's play on your phone. So there was a whole bunch of us, which is actually how I met my now wife. We were playing together for a long time. So I had a couple of uh, people from that that I've known and then had met and stuff. They came out to the resort with me one night. So one of the girls gets captured by a couple on a couch. And she is looking at me in the booth. Get me out of this. And I'm just like, nope, just have that. Like, and she's real, like, you know, like introverted and right. won't do stuff like this. Like, the fact she came out there was impressive. But when she was sitting on a couch and a couple came over to her, so the story I got told was that they were hardcore flirting with her and trying to get her back to the place. Right. And, and he's all rubbing her back and rubbing her back, and they're trying to feed her drinks, and she has a sip here and there, but she doesn't drink alcohol, so a sip is going along with Right. And she says all she remembers is his hand on her, the middle of her back, and all of a sudden her bra is undone. <laughs> now, I don't know what her bra size is, but if I were to guess, she would be about twice the size of Dolly Parton because she was a, a pretty decent-sized wow. girl to right. begin And I literally, from the DJ booth see chest fall down and i went oh hell <laughs> to this day i give her shit about that because right. it was the funniest thing to watch this introverted girl that i know just completely like get harassed by this couple man alive like if you've never seen somebody scared for their life and it not be because they're gonna die right. but because of what people are gonna do yeah she it was her like i it's that kind so, of feels like rapey so 30 minutes later there's a house. We've talked about this, right. that you have to go. You can't do everything in public. You have to go to a house. So I have to go unlock this thing at 10 o'clock. And I show her the sex swing that's in there. Right. And she tries to get in it and falls on her ass. <laughs> and it was epic. Epic. You seem to have friends that fall down a lot. 
Hmm. Really, wedding boy? <laughs> really? That's what I'm saying. I fell down there. I fell down at That's Vegas called bringing it full circle right there. That's what we call a callback, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're fucking professionals, professionals on this White Guys podcast. But uh, yeah, so um, they tried to take pictures in the in the sex swing and ended up on their face. That's I just, it, I wish I would have had video instead of pictures. Like it would have been epic. But Are there ever times that you wish you were still doing that? Actually, I've been asked to go back uh, July 4th weekend this Ooh. year. And um, and then there's another thing that's going on, and I'm, uh, I'm not. Do gonna... you need a DJ's assistant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to participate. I just want to like. I just want to. Like, I just want to um, like. But they have a, they have person. an event coming up, but it's literally a swingers convention. Holy shit! So um, it's one of those things where I am rarely seen except at the club because what's going on at that place is a little more out there than, than right. what I like to be a part of. Right. Um, but yeah, so I've been asked to go twice this year and, and I'll probably will just because I'm buying a house and right. need to buy need some crap. To, yeah. Because they pay well. Let me tell you when you're the security, the DJ bodyguards, uh, check-in guy, Dude, you need a bodyguard. Yeah. An extra bodyguard. There you go. You're, you're I, work, security. I work cheap. <laughs> so that's what I hear. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I've been asked to go back twice this year. Um, and, and I've pretty much committed to doing it. So I'll be there, uh, the weekend before July 4th. So, and then the, the last weekend in June too. So last or last weekend in June is July 4th weekend for them. And then right. last weekend in July. So, um, so yeah, so I'm still doing that actually. Just not as much. I used to like the first place I worked at the first nudist resort right? every single weekend. But two a year. One they had a live band thing, and one they had a motorcycle rally, um, and so I didn't have to do those two. But other than that, it was fifty weekends a year. Yeah. Um, and when you do that for four years, like you need a little break. So I took right. a break, and then I went to another one. So, but it's like I don't know if you and I can relate to this, but right. if you were to go to a strip club so much that seeing somebody's stuff really doesn't bother you anymore, right. like, that's where I was for a while. Yeah. Like it just doesn't really do much for me. Like. I can see it and be like, mm, yeah, I saw 500 people naked at a pool. Like you're you dancing on a pole is not right. really doing much, but you know, it, it. I guess it's like the whole porn thing. Like you see so much, you become numb to it. Right. Except I saw it all in real life, so I don't know. And it's, nudist resort stories. It's a beautiful thing. I got some crazy democracy stories in action. I've I've seen so much crazy stuff that I wish I'd have never seen. <laughs> Gosh, what's what's something that you could tell that you wish you'd never seen that you could actually tell on the podcast? Well, I've told you about the lady who was like the dude was arm deep in her. Yep. Um, <laughs> For the, those of you that haven't heard that story, go back and listen. Cocktail to hour the, somewhere. Yeah, listen to one of the cocktail hours. Um, what else? Like, man, there's so like, have you ever like? There's things you just don't think about. So like, they would have a potluck, and because they tried to make me feel like one of them, they would invite me to it. Right. Well, when you're trying to eat barbecue sausage around naked people, it's kind of an awkward thing. Um, hey, you want extra sauce? Not really. No, no. Um, that's, that's, that's the kind of party where you really hope that no one brings the Alabama white sauce. Oh, oh I had something out there called frog juice once, and Ooh. it was like Everclear and something mixed with like this much Gatorade. Oh, God. Um, Dude, I, when I was in college, I used to drink vodka and Gatorade mixed together. Yeah, that's a good combo. You know, it hydrates. You get drunk and get your electrolytes Hydrate, yeah. at the same See? time. It's a good combo. It's a genius. Um, I was 25 when I was in college, so that's how I knew these things. 
So, um, so I did that. Um, I've seen that shuffleboard naked is kind of awkward. Uh, not, not when they're playing, but when they pick up the disc off the ground, it's kind of weird. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've like, is that the Lincoln tunnel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I like specific stories. Like we, there was a guy out there who was like, we've talked about this too, about the resort drunk. He did some crazy stuff. Um, the craziest, th- all right, let's see. The craziest thing I ever did was 27 Jaeger bombs in a night out there. Oh, I ended up on the pole in my underwear. That was fun. Uh, and I, but I remember it all. 27 that's, Jaeger bombs in a do- five-hour DJ gig. Like, do the math on that. That's, Five an hour, that's one every 12 minutes. That's a lot. Yeah, I was pretty toasty. Um, I had a girl once grab me by the belt to request well she okay let me back up she came to the dj booth to request a song but she didn't come to the front of the booth she came to the side of the booth which was already the first red flag yep but i was kind of new so when she asked for the song i said sure that's fine she said okay let me pay you and grab me by the belt and started zipping my pants and i think we all know where that was going right and then her husband or boyfriend or whoever he was came up to the regular dj booth and i'm like i I didn't he goes no i just want to watch whoa (laughs) Too far. I love Y'all that both story. need to go away. I love that story. Um, yeah, so I I've, think I, I, I've heard that one off the air before. I think it's mm. a good story. And then my brother brought a friend of his out there once. How did they pay the security guards? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I'm they just... make sure your baton is slick. <laughs> <laughs> my brother brought a friend out there, and bringing to this my, day, the Billy Club. So we had we had two ladies that were out there, and like no joke, they were. Gorgeous, like just amazingly beautiful women. So my brother brought his friend out there, and he got lap dances for his birthday. Because that was the thing, like if it's your birthday, like everybody would line up to give you lap dances. If you're a guy, at some point, inevitably, some other guy gets in the line to screw with you. Right. Well, these two girls gave him a lap dance on the stage, and they were the only two up there. To this day, he will tell you that's the best day of his life. To this day, I will tell you, watching it was one of the best days of mine. <laughs> Like they had no holds barred on him. Like they just like full out, like messing with him. And it was so fun to watch. Cause he's, he's like a smaller guy. Right. He's like probably like five, 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 six or something. Um, but he was like, he's such an introvert and right. he, they literally just like, were basically raping him on the stage. Holy shit. And I mean, nothing, there was nothing that came out. Don't get me wrong. Like his dick didn't come out, but right. like it might as well have. So he told me, like he, but I saw him, I guess about nine months ago, and he goes, man, still the best day of my life so far. Still the best day. And I'm like, you're never going to have a girlfriend that's going to match up to that. You're in so much trouble. So No, it's, it's just. But I've seen, I've seen more things at that resort than I ever want to see. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Um, I've seen the three ends. The what? The three ends. The three ends. Yeah, where they're all like tic tac toe across in a row, nipple, navel, nipple. I've seen. <laughs> there you go. There's an image for you. You're real, you're welcome. Um, I've seen pierced everything's. I've seen. Oh, so I'll tell you another good story. So uh, there's camping out there, so you can just like no no pun intended pitch a tent, and and camp out there, right? You remember the scene in Austin Powers where like they were had the screen and you could see things and it looked like it was coming out of his butt and stuff? Right. Well, there was a transvestite who came out there and some guy, speaking of like drag queen shows and flirting with people, he flirted with this guy and didn't realize it was a guy. In fact, his name was Tiffany. His name was <laughs> Tiffany. 
And when they got out to the tent, he had a little lantern in one corner, but we could see everything on the side of the tent. And you literally hear, oh my God, when he gets the panties off and finds out what he's in. <laughs> followed by, eh, fuck it. No shit. And went to town. <clears throat> that, uh, that leads us perfectly into... <laughs> uh, Where could that possibly lead us, Dustin? Into okay. a, uh, a little game we're going to play called Would You Rather. Oh, oh shit. Okay. 17 Would You Rather questions that are impossible to answer. All right. So... Question number one, would you rather smell like poop and not know it or constantly be smelling poop that no one else can smell? Mm, constantly smelling it. So I think I, as I'm super weird, like I'll put on deodorant like three times a day. And right? I can't deal with me being stinky. And, and as a, but you, I've had gastric bypass. So as a former fat boy. I was super weird about deodorant, even when I was big, so I still am. So, yeah, I'd rather smell it all day than be smell, be the smelly guy. But you wouldn't know it. I wouldn't care. Somebody would tell yeah, me. That's true. Because I can – okay, so this is like a gross fact about me. If I wake up in the morning and it's a day off or whatever and I sit there and play Xbox and stuff, but I haven't put on deodorant in the morning, yeah. it doesn't take me but about two to three hours, and I can raise my arm up to grab a drink and can smell myself. Yeah. Like I have a weird thing about that. So I am like, I can't deal with that. Well, here's the other thing. If I was the stinky one, there's no way I would know it because I know my own body smell. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely would rather smell it. I don't ever want to be the stinky guy in the room. Number two. Eat only roadkill for the rest of your life. Well, I grew up in a town of 54 people. I know where this is going to answer. Or have everyone else in the world sound like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, yeah. The roadkill. I'll eat the roadkill. I will tell you that it doesn't have to be nasty roadkill, right? Like you can have a freshly killed. Bike. My dad used to stop at dead deer that were hit in the road to see if they were fresh enough to throw in the bed of the truck and take hey, home. You never know. And I think I told this story, but if I haven't real, it's a real quick, my cousins all showed up from Houston out in the country and my grandmother was making stew and it was squirrel stew. Right. They asked what was floating in the top and those were the eyeballs. And she told them that. So nobody ate dinner. So, wow. I've had some roadkill in my life, whether I knew it or not, I'm sure. Would you rather oh God. have taste buds on your butthole or poop through your mouth? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Either way, you're tasting ass. Yeah, but that, at least you don't have to stick your head in the toilet. Do I, do I have to have a nose down in my butthole too so I can smell it or just taste that's, it? See, that's the thing. Taste buds don't work very well if you're if you can't smell. What All right, you're, I'll take taste buds in a booty hole for five hundred. Alex, what I would think, that's what I would say. Oh, Alex, I shouldn't. No, said don't talk about Alex. Sorry. Shrek. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Alex. still bitter about you, but you, that was you a good said, joke, even you, though it was a bad joke. If, yeah, it would have been funny had you put all the words. All right, in the I was line. tired. It was I nine o'clock at night. What do you want from me? It was one bad taste joke, and I screwed it up. Sorry, folks. I've never done that before. Yeah, you have. I've seen what you've tasted. <laughs> oh no, that's something. Else. Wait, what? <laughs> What the fuck does that even mean? No, it just fucking sounded good to my head. Uh, would you rather always have to say everything on your mind? You pretty much do already that do anyway. That. Or never be able to speak again? Oh, no. I say everything that's on my mind anyway. I, I send some of them to text to you to filter first to make sure I don't get in trouble. Like, should I put this on Twitter? No. You yeah, he goes, do not. not post that. So um, if you ever want to find out what I'm really thinking... Shoot, shoot, uh, shoot me a message on uh, Twitter or something. I'll give you some really good stuff that you don't see. Go ahead. Uh, Number what, five? Would, yes. Five. Would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life uh, 
or be sticky for the rest of your life. Oh, no, itchy. Again, I deodorant, and I yeah. wear, like, people, again, that don't know me, I wear undershirts all the time because I can't deal with that. So, yes, definitely, I'd rather itch. This one's awful. Oh, God. Would you rather, for us, it's awful? Would you, would you rather eat a bowl of vomit or lick a hobo's foot? I'll do the hobo's foot. I can't do vomit. I hear people puke and I puke. Um, I, and I have a weak stomach. Like I'm one of those people like I watch. So here's what's weird. I can watch saw yeah. and be okay because that's not real to me. Right. I can watch Grey's Anatomy and be gross the hell out because I know that broken leg could happen to me. Right. And I can't do that. Like I can't mm, blood and all that stuff. That's realistic. Not for me. No, you can't. like the autopsy reports you can see of celebrities. Like don't show me that shit. I don't need all that. Keep going. Six, seven. All right. We are at number seven. You're clicking hard over there. You got porn in the background? No, I'm, well, I'm, I'm answering what's getting going on. Uh, the hockey tournament up for Nikki to be able to watch. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, high school hockey. Would you rather go through life with a perpetual cold, cold sore on your mouth or go through life with a booger hanging from your nose? That's a terrible question. Like, can I flip a coin? Like, I guess the booger because I can wipe it faster. The cold sore like won't go away. And I'm one of those people in the wintertime, I get windburn rub out on my, my lip. Right. And I hate, hate it. So I'll take the booger for 500. Alex. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Uh, would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life mm. or join in once to stop it? <laughs> that is so uh. fucked up. That Bravo to whoever wrote that question. Because that's one of the most fucked up questions I've ever so- heard. So... Considering my mom has passed away, it'd be really awkward either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe you would want to watch them have sex every day because you would get to see your mom every day. She would be alive again. Well, are we saying she's alive or is it a corpse at this point? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm cryptic. See, this is why you don't let me on the podcast because I will say stuff. You're, you're not cryptic. There's nothing about that was cryptic. cryptic. I just said my dad's having sex with a corpse. Who's my mom? <laughs> yeah, but that's not what cryptic means. Yeah, that's pretty. No, cryptic. that's no, that's. Cryptic, well, it's not a cryptic. Cryptic I almost means apostolistic. That's not what you said earlier. You say cryptic means. What was the word you used earlier? <laughs> Acropolis. Acropolis. Yeah. Cryptic means that you say something that's um, that, like you're hinting at what you're meaning. Oh no, no, it's not I cryptic, straight said like, it. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> okay, so it's very <laughs> nasty. Watch your parents have nasty. so. Would you rather watch your parents if, uh, if your parents were alive? Oh, or, now we got a caveat. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, or yeah, would I would you still just watch? Like, just have to deal with it every day. If my dad's like me. He's six seconds, so it's not blowing out of my day. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that genetic? Am I know? I don't know. Would you rather? Let me tell you. Like, on a, I wish there were days I was quick. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. I am not in shape to be going fucking a long time. Go ahead. <laughs> That's another great Ralphie joke. The the twenty the Ralphie the twenty minutes, the the where he talks about um, uh, you know when I hear people say I'm gonna fuck you all night long. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. There's in shape. no chance that you're gonna. That's ladies. They're lying to you. There's <laughs> no way that's gonna happen. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna fuck you for twenty good minutes. Mm. If you don't come in that 20 minutes, we sorry don't. about your damn life. <laughs> and you better not tell me that you're doing it ahead of time because I'm competitive and I will win. <laughs> I do remember that. I just say it. So good. Yeah. Uh, would you rather smell like eggs when you burp? Oh, geez. Or have a green cloud appear when you fart? Ooh. 
Uh, I'll do the burp thing because it won't last long. Yeah, I'd rather have the green cloud because I think you. I don't know. Do, I'm gassy. I, I, I had gassy bypass. Like yeah, I'm gassy. But I, but I think you could do comedy with that, dude. I ate egg salad the other night, and Lord, I like to kill the whole damn house. <laughs> Woo! Would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life, or always feel like you have to sneeze but not be able to? Ooh, I'll take sneezing. That just seems, yeah, hiccups. Are, like, some of those my hiccups are painful. You ever have that? Yeah. Yeah, I can't do Like, that. you get those real, like. Real hiccups, yep. <clears throat> Number 11. Like, you give them birth. Would you rather only be able to listen to Nickelback songs or reread all 56 pages of iTunes terms and conditions every day for the rest of your life? Oh, no, I'll do Nickelback. And so here's the thing about Nickelback. People dog some Nickelback. Yet everybody will sing along to that shit when they're drunk in a club somewhere. But here's the other thing. That's the Nobody only music that you can listen up. to the rest of your life? It's. Yeah, I still don't want to read iTunes. Turn. I'm you sure can just scroll that, through it. Do you know how much of a conspiracy theorist I am? I'm sure there's some stuff in there that they can tap my phone whenever the hell they want to, and I don't want to but, know that. Yeah, well, you would know it, and then you could... What? But what if every time you reread it, you picked out something and you blew the whole roof off of Apple? And you, what if you saved the planet by by being the only person to ever actually read those terms and conditions? Has anybody what you, read? What them? if you unlocked the Matrix? Let's do the next podcast where we just read the terms and conditions <laughs> and blow some shit up, and next then get sued by Apple, and we get you know ninety billion dollars taken. Next from podcast, us. the next cocktail hour, we're gonna get drunk and read. The fifty-six page. Let's let's fucking Every, do that. Everybody's already like, not tuning in. I don't care. That's still a fucking brilliant idea. We're totally doing that. Number twelve. Can we do it with a drag queen? Sure. <laughs> let's invite a drag queen. All right. Would you rather live like a king but have no friends and family, or be homeless with your friends and family? Uh, I've been homeless, so I'll take the homeless. Yeah. I've I've come out of it, so I can do it. We talk mm. about that. Yeah, but you don't want to be homeless with your friends and family. I can get them out of it. I'm a survivor. I'm a yeah, but survivor. don't you have to? It seems like you have to stay homeless forever. I mean, that's kind of the way. Oh, it, I mean, well, I mean, it's still. Yeah, you could fight your way out of it. You I can know, fight my way out. You've been to the bottom. You know how to get back up. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. I'd rather live like a king, cause fuck all you guys. Well, <laughs> I'll buy. And, I'll buy new friends and family. Did you see the dude that won the lottery? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So this guy just won the lottery. It's like $257 million or right. something. So he bought his ticket at the convenience store and then got a phone call and left. And the convenience store clerk held his tickets and gave it back to him. And he won $257 million, And now he's going to take care of the, the clerk. Wow. But I say all that, say this. That's a good dude. If I ever won the lottery, you and I would never be heard from again. Because <laughs> we'd be sitting somewhere sipping my ties and... Can I just say, I really hope that either you or Rod win the lottery, because every time we talk about the lottery, both of you always say how you're going to hook me up, and I really fucking hope that happens. Cause I, I am. Man. I, I've, I've gone so far into winning the lottery, I know how much each family member is going to get based off the percentage of what I win. <laughs> That's how good I am at this. So, you can only, I've already looked up what, how much you can give away right. and not get taxed on it. Gotcha. I have got it precise. So I know what everybody's getting, and you are in that cut. Yes. My sister, not so much. But you are in that <laughs> cut, Dustin, just so you know. Beautiful. I just want to be thought of. Oh, yeah. You'll be taken care of. That reminds me. So, Nikki and I, when we lived in Oklahoma, 
we uh, we're still driving her uh, Toyota Corolla, which can you just picture me squeezed into a Toyota Corolla? Just put that mental no. image in your brain. Uh, I can't the, picture me in a Toyota Corolla. The, I'm 6'3". Uh, what do you want? The stereo had gone out. So we had no tunes to listen to when we were driving back from but Tulsa. she can sing good. You got yeah. that going for you. But it was one of those times. It was one of the first times where Powerball got really, really high. I think it was the first time it went to a billion. And so we actually had like a 45-minute conversation of like, because we didn't have anything else to talk about. So we didn't have any tune, you know, nothing. Like So we're like, we we had a 45-minute long conversation about what exactly we would do. Where we would live, what we would do, what, like how we would uh, pay for her nephews all to go to college, and like you know how much money we would give to people, and like I was talking about how I wanted to, uh, I would get a, I would uh, lease out a plane and go and pick up everyone that I wanted to hang out with, and that we would fly to an island, just have a huge party and all this sort of stuff, like. Like we got down into like the nitty gritty of what we would do with that money. Rod Stark, we're invited. Keep going. Exactly. Uh, I didn't know you. Serena too. I didn't know. Yeah, Serena would be there. (laughs) Everybody's invited that listens to the podcast. What is that? Seventeen? Eighteen people? Hey, come on. No, what do you have really? Sometimes it's twenty-two. Woo. Okay, so they're all twenty-two invited. I'll pay. Go ahead. Number thirteen. Would you rather eat a potato and feel its pain, or be a potato? This one's fucking stupid. Mm, I guess the uh, obvious joke is the eyes have it. Uh, 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 uh. I'd rather be a potato because I want to get smashed. Hey. Hey. Or baked or fried. Would you rather have vaginas? That was was all weed jokes and you went right past it. Baked and fried. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm not not good at weed jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have on, vaginas White. for ears or have penises for fingers? Oh, no. Vagina for ears. I'd finger myself all day. Fuck it. <laughs> Just think of how much fun you would have with a Q-tip. Do you know if I had vaginas for ears, I could actually find the G-spot by experimenting on myself. It'd be great. Sex not, with my ears. I'm not, wait- not going to lie. Not that much different. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> he held up his hand and showed me his fingers. So just so you know. Um, no, I would finger blast myself all day in my ears. I'd be deaf. <laughs> but you know what the best part Marty, about having Marty vaginas would be, for Marty ears? would be deaf Wait, in two months. You know what the best part about having vaginas for ears? I'd hear myself coming. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> Dude, I wish there weren't any uh, more questions because that's the perfect way to end. But there's the last. There's still. Well, a hey, I can more still pull this out. No pun intended. Nah. Would you rather have sex with a goat and no one would know, or not have sex with a goat but have everyone think that you did? <laughs> do you know what the difference is between a regular goat and a goat at Texas A&M? I do not. A regular goat says "meh." A goat at Texas A&M says "me." So now you know my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Me. Would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork? Oh, I can't do that. I already know that. Or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall? Oh. uh, How about? Why the fuck would anyone uh, even think that? Yeah, I can't. I've already told you I have a weak stomach. BuzzFeed, you're a terrible people. Screw that. Next question. 
17. I'd rather go back to the goat. The last. <laughs> <laughs> What's a ghost's name? So I know what to holler out. <laughs> uh, the ghost's name is Barry. <laughs> Oh, my God. What are we doing? Would you rather know when you're going to die or know how you're going to die? If you know how you're going to die, could you change it? Is it like Final Destination? I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'd go with. I'd try to change it. And I tell you that as a person that... But what if you like just died at 90? So this is going to get all deep psychological. Here we go. So I had this girl that I dated for a while, and she... Made it to where I don't have, like, she started giving me crazy dreams. Before her, all the dreams that I ever had in life were either stuff that had happened to me or stuff that was going to happen to me, and I would have deja vu about it later in life, right? So I would, I've actually had the dream that I know how I'm going to die and who's sitting at my, my deathbed, right? Which is crazy because. I can picture all the people that are there still to this day. So I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it was a crazy dream or a real dream, but because I've had that dream, it really creeps me out. Yeah. So I would rather know how I'm going to die because I would try to change it because I've done that. Actually, I was at a convenience store and I gave a guy a $20 bill because in my dream, I gave him a $10 bill and he gave me like $6 and whatever change. And I remembered it when I started to reach for my wallet. Like I was like deja vu. Right. So I gave him the 20 instead. He took the 20 and looked in the cash register drawer and he goes, I don't have change. Do you have anything smaller? I gave him the 10 and my dream picked up where it left off. I had changed just that section of it and it still happened the same way where I dropped the two pennies on the ground when he tried to hand me the change. So I don't know if you can change it, but I've had deja vu and I've tried to change it and yeah. couldn't. Like I, I immediately came full circle back. So yeah, I've, I've had. I know that sounds I've had a bunch weird, of dreams like that before. Where it's it's happened to you later. Yep. Okay, so do you believe in the whole parallel universe thing? I don't know. Rod Stark for you. There's. I don't know if it's just something that's like out in the. How you dream about the future and it actually happens? Like it's just I weird. I think it has a lot to do with how much, like how little of our brain we are actually able to tap into versus what's actually. So you only use there. like fifteen percent or something. They say. I, yeah. I th- the I think at maximum people use fifteen percent. Oh, well, that's not me then. No, I'm a, I'm at about eight and a half. Eight. That's what I hear. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> That's the like. Oh, uh, centimeters. I thought we were measuring centimeters. Five, My bad. Five and a half, maybe. Seven, seven on a good day. On a good day. When it's hot and it's sweating, it's hanging down. Problem is, if, Helicopter. I, if, if I wasn't so <laughs> fat, my dick would probably look huge. But Okay. I will tell you. Hold on. Let's back up. For the dude that used to weigh 405 pounds. Right. And at one point got down if to only. 155. If only. Right. I got down to 155. My Big for real. I was like, hey, look at that. Hey, now. Now that I put on like 80 of those pounds, not so much. No. No. Yeah. I, I liked it better. They say you gain a quarter inch for every 20 pounds you lose. Oh, man. I'm going to have like a three foot long dick. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up so beautifully. It was like a softball pitch in a major league. I, really, I feel like we have to end the podcast uh, on that. Right note. there. End it. End it on a three foot dick. <sighs> That's right. At a drag show. That's no. <laughs> Did you just spit back into your cup? No, I didn't. I sucked only. <laughs> and swallowed. Nothing spit. <sighs> no spitters in this house. None of the three of us. Well, only if you ask. I would never ask. I would never ask you to you do like that. You spit on and little... 
Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus fucking God, Christ. I got you. Got you. Happy, got happy, him. happy Tuesday morning, everyone. Uh, happy Tuesday. Hope you have a wonderful week. That's it for this week's episode of Just Another White Guys podcast. Marty has been an amazing guest as always. If you would like to uh, follow him on Twitter and find out how horrible uh, are the, the things that he says on Twitter, or you can slide into the DMs and he will send you the really fucked up stuff that he doesn't post. Yes, I will. I you can follow him at uh, what, Texans. No, biggest Texan fan. Yeah, biggest Texan fan. Which, yeah, I don't yeah. do Snapchat. I have Snapchat, Bravo, but I don't use I it. Yeah, that's a fucking congratulations, biggest Texans fan. Shut up. Hey, I got my season tickets. I'm Hashtag out. fart noise. <laughs> hey, if it wasn't for Biggest Texan Fan, you'd have never met me. So screw you, hippie. You could have been something else. Hey, screw you, hippie. Screw you guys. Hey, All right. Uh, but that's yeah. it. Screw this podcast. I'm going home. Uh, yeah, that was the worst Carmen impression. I don't like you anymore, you little bitch. Fuck off. I love you. Okay, I love you too. Hurry up so we can go, go to the bedroom. I'm trying. Whoa, <laughs> hey now. That's a uh, three-foot yeah. dick. <laughs> Growl when you say it. Bro, you're a radio professional. You can tell I'm trying to end this with, like, you know. You're always trying to end early. Go ahead. I'm just trying to. Hey. If end I the could, show. Let's if go. If I could ever go an hour and 20 minutes, I would. That's like, what I. Yeah, exactly. For real. What does that Thank cost? You. $20 for a four-minute dance? That's. What the fuck? I don't know. I just make shit up as I go, man. My brain never stops uh. working. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for the time that you spent listening to this podcast. We'll have more next week. I will be on the road in Oklahoma, so I will have some special uh, episodes in the coming weeks from uh, my adventures up in Oklahoma, going to see my Oklahomies. So look forward to that in the coming weeks here on Just Another White Guys Podcast. Also, lots of on-the-road stuff coming up. I will uh, be traveling to New York the first weekend in April for a bunch of uh, wrestling shows. Uh, so you'll have that to look forward to. Lots of recaps of wrestling with uh, my cousin Skyler, who will be joining us in New York. So lots of adventures coming up on Just Another White Guys podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, and if you'd like to participate in the program, of course, send us an email, jogpod at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Dustin P. Jones or at jogpod. And with that, have yourselves wonderful time and a great week. And if you hear this next week, it means I didn't die when I was in Oklahoma, which is a good thing. <laughs> Always protect the five hole. Hey, Ty, who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, it hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much. Dude, that was a good one.